Hello, boxing and fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today, courtesy of our friends from AboundTheBoxing247.com. And for the first time in over 200 episodes, I'm going to start off with something completely different. The headline says, Four Lessons Poker Can Teach Boxers. I can only read this. Uh, this is, it's, it's good, but it requires reading. My apologies. The first thing that comes to mind when people think of boxing is probably fearless fighters battling each other in a ring with sweat, blood, and bruises. While this might be true at first glance, boxers also spend a lot of time developing their minds to overcome mental barriers. It may surprise you to find out that there are some similarities between battling in a ring and engaging in a poker, in a poker table. Although both sports make use of vastly different skills, at the end of the day, they require the same thing, mental toughness. Read on to learn about some of the lessons boxers can learn from playing poker. Here we go. Number one, poker teaches you how to develop patience. Fair enough. Number two, poker teaches the value of practice. And I guess that might fit into the category of practice means perfect. By the way, there are uh, astounding paragraphs that follow each one of these subheadlines. I encourage you to visit boxing247.com and uh, fully read uh, the extent of these lessons. Number three, poker teaches mental fortitude. Number four, P poker teaches the importance of networking. I am going to read this paragraph. Thanks to the internet, more than 100 million people worldwide play poker. Building a strong network in poker means you can stay updated on all the big events, news, and players. In the same way, boxers need a strong network to speak to their fans, gain higher approval ratings, sell tickets, and connect with the millions of sports enthusiasts watching boxing. Connecting to fans on social media like Facebook or Twitter can increase a boxer's or poker players' chances of gaining tips and selling tickets, making them more visible on the boxing circuit. This is even more important for fledgling boxers as they navigate small hall shows in the infancy of their careers. In conclusion, boxing and poker are two sports that attract millions of enthusiasts around the world. Although they may seem different, the classic card game can teach boxers a skill or two they can apply to their own sports. After all, most athletes and players are in it to win. <laughs> Great insights. All right, let's move along to a uh, big fight coming up uh, this weekend, Joe Joyce versus Christian Hammer. Uh, my money's on Joe Joyce. Um, the fighting cast is set for Saturday's high-stakes card at the OBO Arena gathered today at Wembley uh, for the final press call before blows are traded live on BT Sports. Joe Joyce and Christian Hammer, Jason Cunningham and Zolanda Tete, plus Mark Chamberlain and Mark Vidal fielded the questions and a selection of quotes from the media are posted here on this site, boxing247.com. And I will ignore Frank Warren. I will go direct to Joe Joyce. He's had a great training cramp, camp, yada, yada. I'm not going to put any pressure on myself by predicting rounds. It could go the distance or I could take him out. He's a strong guy. And I've seen him throw some big shots. It is a risky fight because I've got to get something they all want. In my experience, things don't always happen as you plan. So when I'm in training, I just get myself into the best possible 
nice and move to improve. Obviously, I was preparing for Parker, but I just made the adjustments, and I have the experience to deliver myself to victory on Saturday night. To which Christian Hammer responded, It's my fourth time here, and I'm really happy to get the chance to fight with Joyce. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm feeling very well, and I'm in good shape. This is a big chance for me, and I will give everything. I haven't come here only for travel. Last time against Sanchez, I received the contract only two days before. I was there on holiday. They asked me a fight, and I took the chance for this fight. I prepared really well, and I want to show everyone a good fight. Hmm. Going back to that betting comment, maybe uh, maybe Christian Hammer has a chance. All right. Uh, let me quick read here on what Jason Cunningham had to say. It's a very big fight for him. It's the next level. It's a phenomenal fight with respect to uh, what he's done in the past. He's an intriguing people are questioning what Zalani is going to turn up. Uh, we'll find out on Saturday night, and I'm excited myself, ready and prepared to put everything on the line. I believe it's my time. I'm on the run of my life, and he doesn't want to underestimate me. Zolana Tete, for his part, said, I'm definitely looking to chop Jason down. I'm not going to take anything away from him, as he has worked his way up. I fought the best fighters in the world, and I believe Jason's on his way up to this level. I'm sharper and stronger than I've ever been. I can't wait for the fight to show you against to show you this against Jason Cunningham. I've got more power than I have ever had. Wow. Some great quotes, and uh, you can find out a few more things uh, that were said at that press conference, as I said, taking place over Arena, Wembley. Uh, the fight is uh, July 2nd, which will be in roughly 24 hours. Alrighty, let's move along to Australia. Australian mayhem Jason Maloney has landed himself at the number one spot in the latest World Boxing Council and World Boxing Organization's ratings. So WBC and WBO, with the hopes of a world title shot being imminent. In recent times, a former foe of Maloney, the pound-for-pound star Naya Anui, put on a masterclass performance against the legendary Filipino Nonito Daner unifying the WBA, IBF, and WBC world titles. Whereas next, Nui remains to be seen. However, Maloney does want to hang around for the world title as he gave his assessment on his future prospects. He said, I've been in with Nui. He's a real, he's a really, he really is a pound-for-pound superstar. Not many people get near him even when he moves up in weight. I can't see anyone beating him right now. I'm delighted to be ranked at number one in the WBC and WBO, and I thank you to my team. Tony Tolish, top rank, and of course, massive thank you to, Ms. to the presidents, Mr. Suleiman of WC, along with uh, Mr. Vark Carcel, for ranking me as their number one bantamweight. It's a great honor to be ranked number one by the WBC and WBO. I'm re- really very excited for, for what holds for my future. I'm just thinking out loud and saying it is common for sanctioned fights to create another world champion when there's a unified champion who's stepping into those mega fights. If that was the case, I'd love to fight for the world title next, but I'll leave it to my team to make the right moves for me. Maloney also sits at the number uh, position in the WBO ratings with England's Paul Butler holding the WBO world title. Maloney discussed the possible showdown with Butler, I mentioned the other day. Um, he said, I'd love to fight uh, Paul Butler. I respect Paul. He's a very good fighter, but I win that fight every day of the week, and boxing world knows that. That fight can be made. That's great. I wouldn't stand in the way of a four belt unification. Of course, I respect the sport, but if anyway Butler can't be made, I'll happily fight Butler next. 
I'll, I'll, I've shown I'll, tra I'll travel to fight anyway. I fought Emmanuel Rodriguez in Orlando. I fought anyway in Vegas. It doesn't bother me. A ring is a ring. The Butler's team can facilitate the fight and don't choose to fight anyway. Name the place. I'll be there. If top rank facilitates it, I'll fight on the moon. If Bob, if Bob Aram tells me to. I will be Australia's next world champion. Fair enough. All righty, let's move along to uh, Jakarta, Indonesia. Our fight is taking place at the, the Barley Sabina. That's uh, taking place today, as a matter of fact. And it's for the vacant UBO International Light Flyweight, flyweight title. Uh, weighing in were Silam Sarang and Frankie Rohai. Uh, uh, Sarang, 106 pounds. Uh, Rohai, 108 pounds. These guys are Indonesian rivals, and they'll square off for third time today, uh, as I said, in Jakarta, with the winner crowned as the UBO International Light Flyweight Champion. Rohai won their first encounter in 2017, while Sarang gained revenge when he declared the winner of a close rematch last November by split decision. Now it's time to settle the score. None of them can boast glossy records, but both are former Indonesian national champions, who have proven, proven their worth in championship fights against outstanding opponents. Uh, promoted by Gustiantiri Alandi, the highly anticipated rubber match will be one of the featured bouts of the MPRO, the Evolution Fight Series, headlined by former IBO and IBA world champion Duad Sino Jordan. And uh, that's sanctioned by the Indonesian Professional Boxing Commission, IPBC. Right on, good stuff. Uh, good to see it's happening. And these make look like the fellow, I was going to say. All right, so they've weighed in. They're ready to fight today, and we'll have that result for you on Monday, I'm sure. Uh, the undercard on the Chris Billum Smith and Isaiah Chamberlain fight has been announced. This is the one taking place at the Bournemouth International Center in England on the 30th of July. It's called, let's, I'll just read this because I love these adjectives. The huge domestic clash between Chris Billum Smith and Zach Chamberlain at the Bournemouth International Center on 30th July will headline a card featuring two 2020 Olympic Games medalists, one of the most explosive finishers in British boxing, and a rising star tipped as a future great. Aren't they all? Ben Benzo Whitaker, who won silver at the latest Olympics, is now crossing over into the professional ranks with a stated intention of becoming the greatest box, British, box, British boxer of all time, will launch his professional career against solid opposition in the experienced County Durham fighter, Greg, the real deep O'Neill. Testament to Whitaker's confidence in himself, he has elected to make his professional debut in a six-round fight, skipping the traditional four-round entry level. Coached by Sugar Hill Stewart, who also trains Tyson Fury, the big-hitting Midlander, is lauded as one of the most exciting prospects in the world. Uh, we did enjoy his uh, fights, by the way, during those Olympics and commented uh, quite often on his results. Fellow medalist, Fred Clark, who, as we know, is undefeated in his one knockout, who captained Team GB at the 2020 Olympics and won a bronze medal, returns to the ring for his second professional outing following his stunning first-round stoppage win on the undercard of the Khan versus Brooke fight back in February. The Burton-based big phrase heads to Bournemouth in search of a second similarly emphatic back finish as he takes the next step on his journey towards conquering 
the domestic heavyweight scene. Southampton knockout sensation Joe Pickford, who's 19-0 the way, 18 knockouts, makes the short journey on the M27 to Bournemouth with his fanatical fans. He's looking to put on another devastating performance before returning home with his first championship title in his bag. Thunderous puncher Pickford holds a 95% knockout ratio and is on an unbroken 16 knockout run. Wow. In Bournemouth, he will uh, challenge for the vacant WBO European Super Welterweight Championship and will take a huge step closer to world title contention if he wins. Hard-hitting Scottish prospect John Doherty, who's 12-1, looks to make a big statement against the undefeated Manchester-based Brazilian puncher Diego Costa, who's 8-0, in an exciting shootout that is sure to deliver drama. Another 2020 Team GB Olympian, Caroline Dubois, who's 2-0, continues on her career following her powerful first-round stoppage of Martina Horgan's last time out and faces experienced Tanzanian Happy Dowdy over six rounds. Undefeated cruiserweight puncher Mikhail Lawal, 15-0, looks for his 16th career win and possible 10th stoppage as he continues a journey that has taken him from homeless teenage gang member to the top tier of the British cruiserweight rankings. Well, congratulations to Mikhail. It's good stuff. One half of boxing's hottest sibling talents, Hasim Azim, who's 3-0, will also look to extend his unbeaten record after watching younger brother Adam capture his first championship title last week in Coventry with a blistering first-round stompage. Welterweight Hassan will be looking to display his own awesome firepower following on from his first-round knockout win in March. Completing the card is a huge popular all-action Burma fighter, Lee Fowler, 10-1. Uh, he has ended his last three fights inside two rounds with his most recent victory, uh, winning him the Southern Area Super Welterweight title. Wow, good stuff. Uh, Cruise of our friends at Boxer, that's B-O-X-X-E-R.com. Ernesto Mercado returns August 25th uh, to the ring at the hangar in Costa Mesa. Uh, his opponent is to be announced later, but let's have a quick read through here. The future of the lightweight division and surging undefeated prospect Ernesto Trito Mercado, 6 0, 6 knockouts, returns on August 25th at the hangar at the OC Fair and Event Center in Costa Mesa, California. The card will be promoted by Roy Engelbrecht Promotions and Mercado's opponent to be named later. He said, I've stopped my last opponent number of rounds as Keyshawn Davis did, but mine was more impressive. Now I'm going to continue being the most feared lightweight when I fight on August 25th. I am tired of all these entitled fighters, people who don't want to fight, just talk. I'm here to force these guys into these fights and bring the pride back into boxing. I'm here to expose all of them. Hmm. See what else he says. I want all the big fighters, Keyshawn Davis, especially Shakur Stevenson. I see flaws in all of them. I am hoping I can go longer than two rounds in this upcoming fight, but honestly, I doubt it. At this level, these guys won't be able to handle my power. I'm just glad for the opportunity and the chance to entertain my fans. Uh, concludes with this. I want the best opponents possible, so naturally now fighting in eight-round bouts because I need to be tested. I have a very good team with my father. I know we've been in the best position moving uh, forward. I'm hungry to show the world my talent. I'm working my way towards fighting for a regional title by the end of this year. Two quick stories to conclude our show today. 
Uh, Liam Beefy Smith has signed with Boxer, B O X X E R. He's uh, 31, 3 and 1, by the way. And he's out of Liverpool. He's got 18 knockouts, and he aims to become a two time world champion following the signing of a multi fight agreement with Boxer. The former WBO World Super Welterweight champ has forged formidable reputations now on the cusp of challenging for second world title under the Boxer and Sky Sports banners. Good for him. Keep in mind, he has faced Canelo Alvarez, so he's on that kind of uh, flight path. Finally, Gully Pawar signs with BCB Promotions. And myself, I'm not familiar with Gully, but here we go. BCB Promotions are delighted to announce the signing of Gully Pawar. The Wolverhampton boxer will be trained by Richie Carter at Wolverhampton Boxing Club and managed by Errol Johnson's Black Country Boxing Outfit. Pawar, who will box it, by the way, has enjoyed a number of uh, number of fights in his amateur career and is currently senior elite seeded number two in the country. After reaching the semifinals of the elites this year, a disappointing decision has led to the power's decision to try his hand in the paid ranks. I can't wait to get going, he said. From a young age, I've always believed that be something special in the sport of boxing. I've always had the will and the mindset to be one of the greats. Self-belief is key, and you can get anywhere in life. I'm willing to put it all on the line to be the best. Good for him. Uh, let's have a quick. As trainer Richie Card had this to say, he's a really exciting prospect. He will be the first ever professional Punjabi boxer to come out of Wolverhampton. He's very confident and he trains very hard. I personally think he will go all the way because his boxing suited the pro game. When we took him to spar Adam Azim, the McGiggins were very impressed with him. And even though he's nearly a, a stone lighter, I can't really wait to see how this one unfolds. Well, there you go, boxing fans. All the news fit print today. Thank you very much for joining me here on Talk and Fight. Uh, you will see you later on. It's Friday. We'll see you later on at 4 p.m. and then 7 p.m. for the Friday night panel. 4 p.m. at Knuckle Up with Mike Gore and Cedric Ben. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and we'll see you later on. Cheers.